thinking about moving to St. Louis, Missouri, you are in luck. We've got Shari Way right here beside me. Say hello to everybody, Shari. Hi, everyone. <laughs> from St. Louis, Missouri, and we're going to talk to her in a second about St. Louis. But before we do that, and I didn't tell you we were going to do this, Shari, but okay. we're going to start it off. <laughs> you would know if you watched a couple episodes, some of them had this in it, some of them did it. But we're going to ask you a question. So pick a number between 1 and 350. And this question has nothing to do with anything. I just Google 350 funny questions. So uh, give, right, me, give me a number. 185. 185. All right. All right. Well, no, that wasn't it. All right. What's the most frustrating product you own? Interesting. What's the most frustrating product product you own? Well, hmm. right now, I am going to have to say my iPhone only because I am trying to learn how to edit videos and it is it is challenging <laughs> for me. <laughs> so what are you using to edit on it? Do you are you using the I've native tried editor? CapCut, what did you say? Are you using the one that comes on it or something else? Um, I've been trying to use InShot and CapCut and um, the problem I had is the first video I made I did horizontal and I was trying to get it to fit on Instagram and the person I interviewed was too far apart. So it, it just became very frustrating. So I learned. Um, and yeah, so anyway, I would say my iPhone. <laughs> so video technology, and we were talking before we came on air about it a little bit. You're trying yeah, to up just your video trying to figure game, it all so. out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a good answer. Good way to roll with the uh, punches there. This is Wanna Move. There now we'll get into the show. The show giving everybody the information they need to decide whether or not they want to move to a different area. Today we're talking about St. Louis, Missouri. I am your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years right here in Harrisburg, uh, central Pennsylvania. Uh, hit me up in the comments. Hit us up in the comments and say hello if you know one of us. Say where you're watching from. Ask questions about St. Louis, Missouri. And if we don't see it while we're going here, we will come back and address your questions, comments later because it is it's a little thing that dings up in the corner and I usually don't see them so uh, okay. we will come back and do it later uh, reminder to check out the replays on YouTube Instagram LinkedIn Facebook iTunes Spotify Google Play uh, Stitcher did I put Stitcher Stitcher's my podcast player of choice nobody else seems to use it but for Android Stitcher is mine of choice so it's everywhere wherever you like to get your content it'll be sitting there waiting for you and now without further ado we will bring in Shari Way realtor in St. Louis Missouri say hello to everybody again and tell while I look for your bio <laughs> tell everybody the last movie that you watched oh I knew you were going to ask me this question too um I, so I watch a movie pretty much almost every night uh, before I go to bed. I'm a big Netflixer, so it's very hard for me to remember what I've watched because I feel like I watched um, so many. Uh, the one that I was watching the other night, I kind of stumbled upon. It was a foreign movie called Body and Soul. I didn't finish it, but it was um, very interesting. Um, these two people had the same dream one night and inevitably their souls are tied together. I have not yet finished it, so I do not know how it ends. Um, but that was the last movie I watched. I'm not really into um, big action movies or anything. I like the more independent, uh, smaller films. So that's more of what I watch. So is that a love story? Is that a, a man and a woman that their souls You know, it meet, wasn't or? starting out like a love story, but from the trailer, it looked like it might go that direction. Um, they worked at a beef plant together. That's why, actually, I couldn't finish it. A beef plant? Oh, wait, a it beef plant? It was very plant? graphic. They were showing, like, the cows, 
like in line and then getting decapitated. And I mean, it was, it was a lot. And so that is part of why I couldn't finish it because it was right before bed and it was a little more that I needed to know. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had an agenda when they were making that movie. <laughs> we need to show everybody what's happening. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's cool. So you like Netflix. I was just listening to a, uh, a podcast today with Bill Maher on it. Uh-huh. And he said he likes to fall fall asleep every night watching at least an hour of TV because the the guests or the the hosts were saying you probably read all the time and he's like I do read a lot but I fall asleep to Netflix every night and I have to admit I do too um, I'll go with comedy comedy all day long probably yeah, not it action just either I mean and I do like watching Stephen Colbert um, also but um, yeah lately I've just been trying to catch up on some you know just little movies that. Or little hidden gems. That's what I searched for in Netflix, hidden gems to see what came up. Oh, yeah, nice. Sometimes the ones I find on there, they're putting a lot of foreign ones on there now, um, which is yeah. fine. But when the the when you the voice doesn't mood. match the mouth, yeah, I'm not I down with do it. it. I can't do it. I'm with you. I'm with you. And of course, you know, I watched Inventing Anna and that was really good. And oh, I, I was watching Anatomy of a Scandal last night. That was what I was watching. Ooh, so you like drama. It's, it's probably, it's suggesting drama to you all the time. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to fix that. (laughs) (laughs) You have to actively search out the other stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So I got your bio up here. Uh, I think now I lost it. You grew up in Southern California. So not in St. Louis, pretty far from St. Louis, Southern California. Uh, Mm -hmm. You put in uh, parentheses here, Valley Girl. And then you went to Southern Oregon, uh, Grants Pass. Is that, that's where, that was the name of the town in Southern Oregon? It's 52 miles from the California border. So what happened? Okay, so still. Yeah, it's when the, um, in the, when they, I guess it was the late seventies when they started busing in Los Angeles. Um, we moved, um, cause there was a lot of issues that were going on in the high school that I was supposed to go to. So, um, anyway, so my parents decided that we needed to move and they took me out of the San Fernando Valley. I lived in Sherman Oaks and they put me in a little town of 52,000 people. So were you, uh, gagging yourself with a spoon when you were in Southern California? It was hard. I have to tell you, there was one movie theater and the big night out was like the buffet dinner. Um, but I will say it was a cute little town. And since I've grown up, I have gone back to visit it. Um, there's a river that runs through the town called, uh, the rogue river and John Wayne movies used to be made there. And I would definitely Google it. It's one of the most beautiful places ever. And being that you like the outdoors and camping and all whitewater raft, it's gorgeous. Like, so when my kids were little, later on, um, so yeah, so I lived in, I'll kind of do this. So I lived in Grants Pass and then um, I knew I wanted to go to Ohio State. And so I moved to Ohio my senior year in high school. Why did Um, you know you wanted to go to Ohio State? um, I just always knew I wanted to go to a football school and didn't. I didn't really want to go back to California. Um, Penn State would have been better, but I'm just saying. Yeah, so my whole family is from Ohio, and so I wanted to be with my cousins and my aunts and uncles. And so um, the Ohio State University is like two hours from Akron, where I'm from. So I really wanted to go there. So lived in Akron and then went to Columbus for school and then moved to Cleveland and um 
you know, I, I liked Cleveland, but there was something about it that I didn't like. And it really took me a long time to figure out that it was the California girl in me that didn't like <laughs> Cleveland. Um, it was just, I, I think the houses were like too traditional. There weren't as many like cool mid-century just the things I grew up with that to me weren't different, you know, but in Cleveland, everything had black shutters and an eagle above the garage. And um, it's just very different from, you know, what I was used to. And it was very, very cold. And um, I just would say to my husband, you know, we can live anywhere in the world. Why are we living in Cleveland, Ohio? And um, a job opportunity came up from him and we moved to Portland, Oregon. And we were there for almost 10 years and it was amazing. And I still kick myself that we left. We loved it. But then a job opportunity came up in St. Louis, better schools, closer to our families, because um, he is also from Cleveland. So we decided to move to St. Louis. And here I am. So what 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 did your parents do? Why did you? So it sounds like they're your parents' family. Is it your mom and your dad? Both their family is my from Ohio? My parents are divorced. Then... Yeah, they, they are both from Ohio, but my parents got divorced. So my mom's family is the one that was from Ohio. So she moved back with me and um, and my sister, and, and she just got a new job. And we just made a new life in Ohio. Gotcha. But why were you in California? Why were you a Valley girl in the first place? What, what uh, Because um, my dad and my mom, when I, I guess it was about three and a half, four. Uh, he didn't really like Ohio and he wanted to move to California. And so before I started school, we picked up and moved to Encino. Yeah. Lots of people think the grass is greener out West or something. And it kind of is, I guess, Portland sounds pretty appealing or Colorado or California. Or anything, the Pacific but... Northwest is beyond amazing. Like I miss it every day, every single day. Yeah. It, is, it is beautiful. I also know a lot of people that go out there and end up coming right back here to central Pennsylvania to raise their family for whatever reason. I don't know why it is, but yeah. Um, yeah. Just like you. Everybody, are in... Every place has their issues. Let's just say that. Every place yeah, totally. Place. I've done a few relocations from California in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you went to high school. We talked about that. You went to Ohio state. Do you, do they say the Ohio state university? It's the Ohio state university. Yes. Okay. And we're at Penn State here, so you know I'm I, I'm obligated to uh, to be I enemies know. with you, but we'll be friends <laughs> for the podcast. And I could care less. I couldn't care less about sports, but I'm still obligated to be a Penn State fan. Um, you went to college at Ohio at the Ohio State University for mm -hmm. organizational communications. Your favorite color is purple. Thank God you didn't say blue. People must be catching on. The first thirty episodes were all blue. Um, oh really? No, I've always had a couple purple. purples. <laughs> Is that what you wear or is that just like the one you chose? I think it's a just a happy color is. for me. Um, you know how you're you're just drawn to certain colors. Mine seem to be the more like spice colors. So it's like a warmer purple. It's not like, um, you know, almost like eggplant, I guess you would say, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Almost the uh, Google Forms color for all the Google heads out there. Right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's a purple. Maybe not quite as dark as you're talking about. But uh, And then your favorite food is Asian. You love Asian food. Is there, what do you like, lo mein, stir fry, hibachi? Um... Um, no, so I, like, I love Thai food. In fact, I had Thai food on Sunday night. There's just something about that coconut milk that just makes me go crazy. I'm not a pod Thai girl. Um, I like Monsamon beef curry. I think pod Thai to me is like your basic Thai food. So I don't really do that. Uh, I love sushi. I love um, Vietnamese food a lot. And um, yeah, I, I just love it. I, I think it, 
like especially on cold nights like if you have ramen or pho it just it just seems to like warm your soul like it just it just fills you in a different way so i really i like it and i like cilantro and i know a lot of people hate cilantro but um i do like the cilantro so i think that's part of it too but yeah, I, I, I feel you Asian food is is somewhat of a comfort food for some reason. I don't know why. It that really is. Fun. It really is. Yeah. What's your go-to so. sushi roll? My go-to sushi roll. Dang. Um, I say, you know, I I um, am kind of a less is more. So I usually get that shirashi, which is just the bowl of rice with a bunch of cut up. Um, it's almost like chef's selection. And they just put some raw fish on there. I, I love yellowtail. I like tuna, anything with tuna in it. Um, there's one sushi restaurant that I go to that makes a lobster roll that is just like insanity. And they also make a, a vegetarian version. So if I'm in my, if I'm in my uh, tofu mood, I just get the uh, vegetarian version and it's also very good. Huh. So it's like sashimi on like a bed of rice kind of? Yeah, at, the, at this one restaurant that I go to, the lobster roll is more just like a big roll. And if you get that, you don't need anything else because it's just an enormous roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't had that in a while. You don't have, have any. What? I said I haven't had it in a while. Maybe now I have to go get it. <laughs> it sounds good. I don't eat meat, but a uh, lobster roll does sound good. And I do eat sometimes and if i ate seafood it would probably be lobster right. or something similar to that yeah. uh you don't have any pets did you ever have any pets dogs cats? i did i had a little shih tzu her name was stella and i named her after uh seinfeld that scene with elaine when she was on the back pills and they're at the condo the parents condo association thing and she's just running through going stella so whatever so i thought it was like <laughs> it was a good name like if i had to yell at the dog like stella was a good name so <laughs> Anyway, so, um, yeah, we had her for about 13 years, and I had to put her down last year. So I'm debating oh, about wow. getting a new dog, but, you know, life is a realtor. I'm just trying to figure out how that's going to work. So we haven't done anything yet. Yeah, and it's kind of liberating. It's sad, and it's, I mean, it that in itself, when I lost my dog, I, like, I don't want to ever yeah. have a dog just because of that. I don't want to go through losing a dog again. But right. also, you get used to no hair, can go on vacation, don't have to worry about anything. Right. And I also, my daughter went to college last year. So now I'm an empty nester. So literally it's just me that I have to take care of. So um, it's a lot, you know, do I want to take care of something else? <laughs> it's really how I've been thinking about it. I think I will eventually do it. Um, I just don't think I'm going to do it right now, but I really want a Cavapoo. I think they're so cute. It's like half uh, King Charles Cavalier and half Poodle. And then they're in this apricot color and they have sometimes they have these cute little white spots and they're fluffy and light and they're not, you know, I don't really want a big dog. So they're like between 20 and 25 pounds. It's like the perfect size for me. I don't like when dogs breathe on me. Like big dogs aren't my thing and they slobber. My girlfriend has a mastiff and it drools on me all the time and it's just gross. Like I don't, sorry if anyone out there likes mastiffs. Somebody needs to figure out a way to solve that problem. I don't know drools on you. <laughs> No, I don't. I need a hyperallergenic. Doesn't yeah, roll, like I'm just clean. I can't deal with that. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I do like. I like big dog. Like I would love a mastiff, but I wouldn't get one just for that simple fact that I'm not dealing with shoestrings of ill. I don't ill. Yeah, it's gross. It just, I don't even like gross. my kids slobber. On I me. know it's just it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So enjoy your petless life for a little while here. I will. You, I will. Maybe I'll just get a yourself. cat. They're easy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And then you do have kids. One, two, 
three oh no three of them one two three 26 22 and 20. um you're not married and your hobbies are hiking cooking reading spending time with your kids and friends um hiking st louis we'll talk about that when we get to that part uh cooking what do you like to cook so um i used to love baking and um i was before my divorce i was doing a lot of baking and i was actually getting very good at it like making more complicated things um, but I love having people over and I, I like comfort food, almost like gourmet comfort food. You know, um, I just think there's love that goes into cooking and I like setting a nice table and having people over and everyone likes good food. Right. And so, um, I don't, I won't say I do anything crazy, but I just, um, I enjoy what I, I just enjoy the whole process, just watching it, you know, transform when it comes out and it looks good, it tastes good. Um, I eat a lot of fish and a lot of chicken, um, mostly fish. I'm a big fish eater. Every now and then I have to have the steak, but I'm mostly, mostly I eat fish. So, so you said baking. Are we talking like cakes and pies and like dessert yeah, stuff or so like casseroles? I, yeah. and no, I like cookies. I love cakes. Um, I So I'm Jewish and I like learning how to make all the old traditional things like rogala and babka. And, you know, my mom never really taught me that. So it was kind of teaching myself how to do it. And when it comes out and it tastes like uh, it does from the bakery, it's very exciting. But what happened was I would spend all day in the kitchen, you know, like I um, I make challah like Mia on uh, um, on Fridays. And, you know, my kids loved it, but they did, they never ate anything that I baked for dessert. Um, you know, even if I, anything like cookies, whatever, the first day they'd have a couple and I just kept throwing things away. So then I decided not to spend as much time baking because I wasn't eating it. And then <laughs> it was just more of the fun of doing it. And the, and the house smells good. And I don't know, it's like having your own little food network channel in the kitchen, right? You frost the cake really nice. It comes out good, tastes good. It's a, it's an accomplishment. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a perfect thing. You could uh, you could make some batter, and then at your next open house, you could bake the cookies there for the good right? smell at so the it open house. Right, so it smells really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. I have one on Sunday and I haven't done that forever. And I was thinking about doing something like that or I think yeah, I mean it's 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 one of those old tricks that um I had a seller that did it. And so before I would come to before the market was crazy, so I had to do a couple open houses, but before I would come, she always had just baked cookies, you know, that she left out for people to have while they came in. And it it always smelled so good. And I think people like it. I would rather have that smell than you know, that you go into some open houses and agents have like candles burning. Um, oh, or that poison that everybody, everybody, you, the plug-in things. That's, oh my God. It's literally poison. I have to leave the house. I live, I, so <laughs> I don't use perfumes. I literally live like chemical free somewhat. Right. And until you, after you do that, that's when you realize how much poison people are walking around breathing in it's on their body there's a couple of people in my office yeah, it's so strong. In my you office always... that walk around when they come to the office i have to literally leave because the whole place ends up smelling like them yeah um, no, i agree i yeah. agree it's offensive frankly i it don't want to smell well, you good or bad hiding. everybody should smell benign like nothing right now i always think they're hiding something when you walk in and it's like that really strong smell it's like all right what don't they want me to smell you know <laughs> Right. Now it just smells like cat smoke and poison. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So good. Good for you. <laughs> Baked cookies way better. And yes. I always, I saw somebody, uh, one time they were boy, they boiled cinnamon sticks and apples. 
Oh, that's and they nice just put it on too. like a light simmer, um, and it was it was delightful. Yeah, and I've been to a couple where they've had like essential oil, um, those little burners going, and that's not bad either. But it doesn't cover as large of an area. Like when you walk into a house and it smells like baked cookies or whatever, you just feel like you're home. Like it just it really does trigger something. Yeah, makes you hungry too, for makes sure. Makes you hungry, right? And then I'll point out you did not say the movie that you put in here on the questionnaire, which was uh -oh. Belfast. What's Belfast? Oh, Belfast. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I filled out that form like three months ago. <laughs> yeah. True. So Belfast, I, it was up for an Academy Award. It, it may have even won. It was, um, it was really good. It, I saw it in the movie theater and it was about, um, oh my gosh, the fights that used to go on in Ireland with the crown and I don't even know, you know, but they sure. don't battle anymore. William but, Wallace and all that stuff. I know. I, it was Maybe. a very good movie, actually. It was the, it was a very good movie. I, I would recommend that. I liked it a lot. Nice. Yeah. I like the period pieces, so I might have to check yeah, that I out. Yeah, I love it. It was really good. You'll like it. It's good. And now we'll get into St. Louis and talk about St. Louis. And if I can figure out how to share my screen, I had it already. There we go. So we'll start by showing everybody where the heck St. Louis is. And I will admit, I didn't really know exactly either. I'm suck at geography, just like everybody else. Um, I know. So <laughs> here's our handy dandy Google globe for anybody watching from all over the world. And uh, St. Louis is little almost center of the country, a little bit to the mm -hmm. right. And it's right on the border. And right is it actually, does it exist in two states? Um, so East St. Louis is on the other side of the river and that's the Mississippi river. And that is, um, Illinois. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm having deja vu right now. And I didn't know that St. Louis, cause I've done Kansas city and Kansas city, right? Sits on a border of two cities, I think of two States. So yeah. I just had deja vu and I'm thinking now, and I did two episodes with two people for that city. I, I was like, am I doing the third episode on the same city? But I don't think I am. Yeah, Kansas um, is right over, yeah. They're, they're like, there's Kansas City, Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we know where it is now, right on the border of Illinois and Missouri. Um, you can see it there. It is 53 degrees right now and there, and it, we're what, in Mayish right now, uh, 53 degrees. It's about 53 mm -hmm. degrees here in central Pennsylvania. Uh, what time zone are you there? We are in the central time zone. Central time zone, so that would be one hour behind us in Pennsylvania. I used to read the quick facts from the Wikipedia blurb, but I'm not gonna do that anymore. So now that everybody knows where it is, I'll pull my thing off here. And you can start telling us about what it's like to live there as far as the weather goes. So are you in a valley there? Are you in mountainous? Is it flat? Tell so us a little can, bit about what it looks yeah, like Yeah, so they the consider um, St. Louis kind of basically like on bluffs above the uh, Mississippi River. Um, so back in the day, you know, prairies. Um, on the north border of St. Louis, we have the Missouri River. And the south, like the southern border is um, Merrimack. So we're surrounded by these three rivers. Um, the weather. So it um, gets very hot and humid. I will tell you, <laughs> when we first moved here, uh, coming from the Pacific Northwest, where like you really didn't have any humidity, it was very low. Um, and then to come here, where there's days where it's like 80% plus, um, I would walk the dog and I would have to shower. And then two hours later, I'd walk the dog and I would have to shower again. I have gotten used to it. So it's to me, it's not um, 
as insufferable, I guess, as it was when we first moved here. It does get very hot and humid. Um, July and August can be, you know, very, very warm. We do get, um, so the way that we're located, they kind of consider it like tornado alley, I guess. So we do get some extreme weather um, from all the fronts that come from, you know, Canada or from the West. So that, that always seems to affect us. Um, so we get, we have some snow in the winter. Some winters it's just cold and it barely snows. This past year we had a couple really good snow dumps. Um, you know, and it just might be two or three days. It's not, you know, a consistent everyday um, type thing. So we do, we do have damp winters and um, our winters tend to start a little later. Like we have a really pretty fall season. October is gorgeous here with the leaves turning and it's usually warm. We have a long, I guess you would call it Indian summer. And sometimes even up to Thanksgiving, it could be 70, 80 degrees. Like you just never know. So um, yeah, we have some crazy weather and in we, like the spring right now has been very wet. We've had a lot of rain this year, um, but the sun's out today. We're getting more rain on Friday, but you know, it just, it just adds like when we lived in the Pacific Northwest too, I think it just adds to the lushness, you know, um, and, like, yeah, with hiking, right? You go through and the ferns and the moss. And like, so I'm all good with it because I just know it's going to be really pretty later. Um, totally. Yeah, so. yeah, without the moisture, you can't have all the lushness. And, it's, right, and then right. it also makes the sunny days better. Um, right. And it looks like I'm looking on uh, bestplaces.net, look up like the average snowfall and stuff. And you have an average of 15.5 inches uh, per year and the national average is 27, almost twice that. So it's not like you're getting crazy amounts of snow. Yeah, it's really not. And, and sometimes it's adjusting. Yeah, it's really not that bad. And then we do get a lot of tornadoes, um, or I would say warnings and watches. They usually hit the outskirts of St. Louis. But in the fall, we were getting tornado warnings, which was kind of unusual. And I live in the city and we were getting the tornado warning in the city. And I will say I was kind of freaking out. <laughs> because I just couldn't even imagine what it would be like if a tornado hit the city. Um, so, um, yeah, so we so do have like twisters that people could see like visually. Well, so there a few years ago, there was a big one that hit, um, that hit St. Louis kind of over by the airport. And, um, there was a lot of damage that was done. Usually it's more the, um, the outskirts of the suburbs that are further, out, you know, where it's more open. Uh, so, but yeah, they do happen. They do happen. There was a Joplin, Missouri a few years ago. I don't know if you remember that one being on the news, but a whole city was flattened or a big, good portion of it was, was hit pretty hard. So yeah, we do get our tornadoes and, and back to the humidity. Um, there's a town here called Hannibal that Mark Twain is from. So I always, when it gets really hot and humid, <laughs> I always, I can always relate to the Mark Twain books they made us read in school and it just feels that swampy and moist and <laughs> the Mississippi river, you know, like I'm living in a Mark Twain novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All those rivers and everything, maybe they, that's why it's so moist right. and the air gets really humid. And I also see the elevation it says uh, is 466 feet. I guess that's above sea level. And the average in the United States is 2,443. So it's like 2,000 feet below the rest of the country. I, I wonder if that has anything to do with tornadoes because Kansas is right next to you kind of there and that's tornadoes right. too, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. 
And then sunny days, you're on par 202 days per year. The average is 205 days in the United States. Um, you got a high of like 90 ish degrees and a low of about 21 ish, 22 degrees. So everything seems about average there. Um, tornadoes are a little bit out of the ordinary for some, we don't have tornadoes here. I don't think for right. the most part, any other natural disasters or anything happening? Um, no earthquakes, right? So because of the way the rivers are, we do have, you know, some flood floodplains, I would say, um, the, in Chesterfield, which is a suburb, um, probably about 25 minutes outside of the city at one point, I think it was in the nineties. It was before I moved here. Um, there was a, there was a big flood, but the army Corps of engineers came in and redid it all. And now it's a big shopping area, entertainment area. You would never know. Um, but there's certain areas when clients are looking for houses that before I send it, I always have to click on the floodplain tab in Maris to make sure that it's not, <laughs> not in the floodplain so that if it is, I can just, you know, let them know it's in the floodplain as I send it. Um, but so, yeah, it just, it just depends. And the thing that's funny about St. Louis is our weather for the weather is kind of unpredictable. Like the forecasters will tell us a snowstorm's coming and everyone panics and goes to the grocery store and buys milk and eggs and just like all this food thinking they're never going to be able to leave their houses again. And then it doesn't happen. And then the times that I'm like, all right, I'm not going to listen to them. Then we get the big dump. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be the one that goes and buys yeah. milk and bread. Huge snowstorm coming. <laughs> this this uh, this weather yeah. forecast sponsored by Whole Foods. Right, right. <laughs> Everybody go out and buy milk right now. <laughs> it's really funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. And then it never is as bad as it, as it was, as they right, say. Right, but they just get you so worked up. And, you know, you just, we're, you know. Sometimes our um, MoDOT, which is the Missouri Department of Transportation, sometimes they're on it and they get the roads salted and they're prepared. But there's been a number of times where the weathermen have been saying ice is coming, ice is coming. And then, um, you know, the ice comes and we're not ready for it. And then you're, you know, in your house for a couple of days waiting for the ice to, you know, melt away and let them do their magic with the salt. So. So you are ready for snow. It snows that much enough that you have plows and salts and the yeah. whole routine and I feel, is, is I something. feel like this year they did a good job. I felt like this year they were really on it because we got dumped on a couple of times pretty big for um, for us. And, you know, the roads were, they weren't bad. Being that I'm in the city, you know, they do all the main roads. So the some of the side streets don't get done. So I don't really always know what's going on outside in the world because um, <laughs> I'm afraid to leave because... You know, it's so icy. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot. It's like a day here, a day there. It's not, you know, like I'm locked in the house for weeks, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good segue into the commute and the roads and all that kind of stuff. So uh, what's the infrastructure like there? Are there any major roads that everybody's using? I see a 70 and a 270 and it uh, looks like yeah, so 70, 270 is like a beltway. Yeah, so seven, two, 270 is our outer beltway. Um, it's probably one of the larger freeways. 70 kind of goes across the state. So I have one child in Kansas City. I have one child in Columbia, Missouri, going to the University of Missouri. And then my other son is in Columbus, Ohio, and I can get to any of them on 70. <laughs> so, is that a toll road? No. Mm -mm. No. And then we have 44, which runs uh, the 44 corridor that runs east and west. And then what does, say, if somebody's living outside of the city and they're commuting into the city, where would people be living? How long does it take them to get there on average? So um, that, you know, it kind of depends. So if they are like in St. Charles, 
Um, County, it's probably going to take them to get downtown with traffic anywhere from, I would say, 30 to 40 minutes. It could be sooner. You just never know um, if there's that car on the side of the road um, type thing. Um, if they live out um, in the suburbs heading west, which would be like Wildwood or Chesterfield, from Chesterfield, easily 30, 30 minutes, even further out and um, sometimes doesn't really have the highway access. So you have to go down a main road just to get to the highway. So it's considerably longer the further you get out. But some people do it, you know, because you get a lot of house for your money and newer houses, obviously, when you go out outside of the city. So some people like that. Yeah. And you know, some people like that seclusion. I am one of them. So I'd be, I'd be down for one right. of those. And right. then what about are there any roads that are like, avoid this road at all costs. Like here in central PA, I-81 is like a death trap. It's the highway that always gets backed up and it always has the accidents and everything. Yeah, is so there anything that you're like, do not use that one or don't buy a house right on that road? No, I mean, 270 <clears throat> pretty much before COVID. And I've noticed lately it's, it's happening again, but pretty much really anytime after about 3, 3.30 gets pretty backed up. Um, so I do warn people about that when they're, you know, depending on where they work and where they live, if they're going to have to deal with 270, I let them know about that. Uh, 44 tenths, I feel like always has accidents and there's always lanes closed. So, um, that would just be another one that I would just give them a heads up, you know, to let them know. Then what about public transportation? Are there planes and train, not planes. We'll talk about that separately. Are there trains yeah. and buses? So there's an Amtrak station in Kirkwood and also downtown, um, you know, so that can take you to Chicago. I've never done it, but there is the Amtrak station and we have uh, Metrolink, which is, um, it goes, you know, I never go on it. <laughs> We're not a big public transportation city. <laughs> the only time I take the Metrolink is if I'm going to like a Cardinals game, which is down in the city. Um, or maybe a concert and I don't want to drive and everybody else on the Metro link is also going down. So, you know, there's a lot of people, so it feels okay. Um, so the, um, the Metro link, so this isn't the type of city that you would move to and not have a car unless you um, worked in the area that you lived in and just, you know, wanted to ride your bike or, or whatever. I had a woman that was relocating here actually, from Pennsylvania and she was adamant that she did, you know, she didn't have a car. She didn't want to have to buy a car and she, you know, she wanted a loft and she wanted this and she wanted that. And like, it just, there was just no way I could make it happen for her. So she didn't, she didn't take the job. (laughs) (laughs) She ended up staying in Pennsylvania, but I just, I mean, she was going to have to buy a car. (laughs) So it just, she must've been in Philly or something because pretty much everywhere else in Pennsylvania, you're buying a car. Three years ago. Yeah. So, um, she was a really nice lady, but I just couldn't, I I couldn't, you know, bring her what she wanted because it didn't exist. And I think, you know, she really just did not want to buy a car. She was really adamant about that. So yeah, well, that's your bag. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you at least have the minimal amount for the people that, you know, you can't just uh, can't afford a car or need some way to get around to right. get to we work have a good or something. Bus, you know, we have the bus system, obviously. Um, it's just not a subway tower, a place like no. New York City or Philly or something no. where a lot of people live without a car, right. um, which is like a lot of places. And right. I talked to a couple of places, actually, that they just had nothing. I was like, they're like, yeah, we don't have any buses or trains or anything. So um, no. we still have that. And yeah. said place, I won't say where it was, didn't even have Ubers. I was like, well, you got Uber, so you're oh, good. Well, yeah, she was like, got, nope. Yeah. 
Definitely have nobody even does Uber. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then what are the major? Trying to live without Starbucks. (laughs) I mean, I don't go to Starbucks every day anymore. But I had a cousin one time that moved to a town in Illinois, and there was no Starbucks, and I just like couldn't wrap my head around like there not being a coffee shop. (laughs) Like how how is that a possibility? I wouldn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Just it'll it's only a matter of time till there is one or. Right. I'm sure there is now. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, I'm sure there's a Duncan or something too. Duncan, I think, sells the most cups of coffee on the planet or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, and then what do, what employs everybody? What businesses are in St. Louis? So we actually have some big industry here. So we have um, Bear, which used to be Monsanto. Um, so they're the, you know, people who have modified our food. Um, <laughs> the Edward <laughs> Jones. Uh, Did they change their name because everybody, because uh, I definitely know out. the Monsanto name. Yeah, I know Bear bought them out. Um, we have Edward Jones Investments, um, obviously Anheuser-Busch. We have Boeing, Express Scripts, Worldwide Technology, Panera uh, is from here. We call it St. Louis Bread Co. We don't call it Panera. So if you ever come to St. Louis and someone says, do you want to go to Bread Co.? They mean Panera, <laughs> but uh, we don't call it that. Um See, there's Purina, uh, the Barnes Jewish Hospital Healthcare System is pretty huge. The Mercy Hospital System is big. Gray Bar, did I say Gray Bar? Um, yeah. What about uh, uh, government? Is St. Louis the capital? Is something else the capital? Uh, Jeff City, Jefferson okay. City. Yeah. And then what about military? Any military bases or anything like that? There is um, Scott Air Force Base. Um, but that's in, in Illinois on the other side. And what about colleges? Is there a St. We have Louis a lot of colleges. A... So we have Washington University. Um, we have University of Missouri, St. Louis. We have St. Louis University, which is a, a really good private school. Maryville University, Webster University. Uh, there's another one called Fontbonne. And then we have, um, I guess you would call them some parochial colleges. Like if you wanted to become the priest or we have a lot of those too. Oh, like seminaries? Seminaries, thank you. I don't yeah, know the words. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. So we have several of those. Um, and then about an hour and a half away, we have University of Missouri. Gotcha. And then you have sports too, right? You have the what? We have Cardinals? Sports. We have the Cardinals, we have the Blues, and we got our first um, soccer team, uh, Major League uh, soccer team. Uh, I think it's I'm not a sports fan. Um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what their name. Oh my God. Like St. Louis city or I don't know. I can't remember the name, but we have a, it, it's not open yet. They're just about to, if they had, if they didn't do it last week, they're just about to open the seats where people can start buying. Um, huh. And what are the blues? What is that? What's hockey. that? Hockey, hockey, hockey. And blues fans. Why are they the name with the blue? The Cardinals are red. It should be like, stick with the state color. I don't know. No? I, you know, if I was a blues, like real blues fan, I could tell you the story. <laughs> but I, you know, when I got divorced, like sports weren't on in my house anymore. And like, it's just, if I go to a game, I'm totally into it. I just don't make the time to sit and watch it on TV unless it's an Ohio State football game because it's just fun. But um, yeah, so 
for the sports. Especially if you cut the cord, if because I don't, I have Hulu and Netflix. So I don't even watch regular TV, so there's no, it's not even on my radar. The Super Bowl was literally happening, and I, I was like, oh, the Super Bowl's today. I don't. Well, I'll watch the Super Bowl, and I used to love the NBA. I just, I think it's changed. I kind of, you know, it's very rigged. I think so. It's not fun. I think uh, if you're gonna watch basketball, college basketball is way more fun to watch. Um, and you know, sometimes I honestly even like watching golf. It just, it does put me to sleep because, well, now they've changed it where they help you see where the ball is going. <laughs> but it used to be like you'd watch them hit, and then the ball would just disappear into the, you know, like if there was haze, and like you just had to wait till it landed to even see where it was going. Um, but golf can be fun to watch sometimes. But it, I just, I prefer to be there and with the excitement with all the fans, and then I'm, I'm into it, I'm paying attention. Um, but yeah, I just don't really watch it on TV. Yeah, hockey can be good too. I don't even like hockey, but I'll, I'll if somebody invites me to a hockey game, I might. Oh my god, the Blues games that. are so much fun. The Blues fans are awesome. They, it's, it is so much fun. The first time I went, I was blown away because I thought the Cardinals games were fun, but the Blues take it to a whole other level. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of love for the Blues in the city. It's really fun. Awesome. So let's talk about what else there is to do. Obviously, we said, what is that? The Cardinals, that's baseball. The Blues, that's hockey. You said a soccer team. Is there a football team or minor league baseball? Well, or any so of that? the football team is, uh, we don't talk about that because they went to Los Angeles. The Rams went to Los Angeles and there was a huge lawsuit and people are super bitter about that. So we don't really kind of, we don't talk about football. What's too the lawsuit? Uh, it was just the way it all went down. And he was, uh, the owner was making all these demands on the city and uh just kind of picked up and left and after some agreements were done and it, it just wasn't good and again i don't know all the details because it's not my world but um people are still upset about it especially with them being in the super bowl this year it was a big thing who you're going to root for um and then st louis university has the bilkins the basketball team and a lot of people follow them um also so i should just mention that so but what is and then where would a concert be? What would that be in the hockey or the soccer place? So concerts are at the Enterprise Center. Um, oh, Enterprise rent a car is out of St. Louis. Uh, that was a bad one to forget. <laughs> so, oops. A lot of people probably go there then too, because don't Enterprise people, you pretty much to work for them, you got to go wherever they send you around right. the country. Actually, and at some point you end they up They keep there. changing the name. It could be Scott Trade now. I don't know. But anyway, so where the Blues play... <laughs> It's, I'm blanking. It's where the Blues plays, where like Bon Jovi was just there last week. So that's where the big concerts happen. And then in Maryland Heights, we have the um, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. So that's like our outdoor theater, you know. So um, I just bought my lawn pass there. So I get to go to concerts all summer with my friends and sit on the grass. And I'm so excited. There's some good bands coming. That's cool. Um, Plug that. How much, how much does that cost? It was $199. And you get to go to every concert. And you just sit on the lawn. So I get to see like all the country, you know, the country people that are coming. The Avid Brothers are coming. The Lumineers are coming. Dead and Company, which is like my favorite band. They're coming. <laughs> and uh, which I'm That's thinking. like the Grateful Dead. It's tribute, just so much whatever. fun. It's yeah. just fun. Do you like fish? Uh, you know, I don't like fish. I, I just like the Grateful Dead. Um, <laughs> purist. <laughs> You're a purist. Well, I've just been listening to them for so long and it's now my kids are into it. It's really kind of fun actually. And so two of my kids are, they went with, they were here last summer and two of my kids went with me last summer and then they're coming with me again this summer. Nice. It's, you know, I have Sirius radio. It's on in my car all the time. I never change the channel and it's not even that I'm listening to it. It's just, it doesn't annoy me and I never have to change it because the song's bugging me. I mean, if it's 
jumps in space. Sometimes I turn it down because I'm not in the mood for that. But overall, I never change it. And I didn't realize over the years that my kids were like literally learning all the songs. And so it was cute when we went to the concert last year. I didn't think my daughter, she's 20. I didn't think she'd really know that many songs. And she was right on it. It was kind of cute, actually. It was fun. <laughs> Yeah, and these days old stuff seems to be in. Like I was watching Saved by the Bell with my daughter the other day and all yeah. the clothes, it could be modern, it could be happening right now. All the, the clothes are, are back. back in. Yeah, yeah, it's all back. Yep, exactly. It's kind of It's fun. crazy. Well, that sounds like an awesome deal. hundred something bucks for all summer and all those concerts right? in the lawn. That sounds awesome. Exactly. And you know, and you get the the um, classic rock bands and you just, it's just such a wide variety. Uh, Billy Strings is coming in June and I'm just like out of my mind excited. I saw him on the Grammys and that was it. That I just got into him. Um, so yeah. And then um, in University City, we have the Del Mar Loop and there's a place there called the Pageant. And that's where you get a lot of like your smaller bands. So I've seen um, like Guster there. I've seen Bob Weir and Wolf Brothers there. Um, Fitz and the Tantrums before they got big. Uh, I, I'm there a lot. I, I like live music. It's kind of my, it's my nice. thing. Yeah. It's yeah, just, that's awesome. Yeah, it's just. Super I want to see a video of you dancing in your you uh, to the to the dead. <laughs> I want to if it's the dance well, the hippie I'm old now. I know, the hippie I can't white girl anymore. dance that I'm thinking. <laughs> kind of like a. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. What can I tell you? <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. And then what about the uh, the craft food and beer scene? Every city's yes, kind of got this booming yeah, so of that. Yeah, we have that. some great breweries. Um, and, uh, you know, coming from Portland that was, you know, in, in the 90s was already having all these great breweries before it was like as huge as it is now. We came here and there was maybe one or two. So there's several now. And... Um, I don't go to I don't go to them a lot. Um, I just don't go to them a lot. My my girlfriends tend to like red wine, and so we do places more like that. Um, but there are some are really the wineries. Great... Yeah, so um, so the wineries are outside of St. Louis. There's um, a couple areas. So there's the Defiance and Augusta area, which um, you would probably like. Um, a family just bought, like they're doing the $100 million renovation out there. They're putting in a championship golf course. They're building an amphitheater. They're, I believe, a nice lodge. Um, they wanted to make it the Napa of the Midwest. So that's going on right now. And it's this little that's small bold. town. Yeah, it's really bold. And um, But the wineries are nice out there. I mean, they do sell California wines and, you know, other stuff. But, um, you know, you see the grapes, the vines and everything. Um, and then the Katy Trail runs through there the katie trail I, I mean i don't know like all the details and it's because i didn't grow up in the midwest but i can tell you what i know so what i learned was that lewis and clark uh started their um i hope this is correct <laughs> their expedition on the katie trail and it you know it it helped lead them i mean they got off of it but it helped lead them out west um but it's about 200, it's like over 230 miles. And yeah, you can probably tell me more things than I am able to say. But the Katy Trail goes through there. There's a nice, it's flat. It's an old railroad that they paved over. So it, it's, you know, it is flat. But you can take a nice little bike ride and hit some wineries. You know, it's like, I think like seven miles is 
each way is what I usually do. And yet you can also take the Katy trail and ride your bike to Kansas city. I haven't done that. I think it takes a couple of days. Um, but I have had friends that have done that trip. Um, Anyways. That's where I've heard of it before. I think interviewing Kansas City people maybe have because it yeah, sounds familiar. So, I don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, so you know, it's but you know how it is as a real estate agent. Like you don't have that many weekends off, so I don't. I don't. Get, I hear about. <laughs> you know, it's rare that I really get to go to like have brunch at the wineries because <laughs> I usually have an open house or something. Um, and then there's another town called Herman, and um, that one's also getting a seeing some. I guess updating whatever regentrification. So they had it was German settlers that settled in Herman, Missouri. So that there's they tend to be sweeter wines, um, but there's a lot of nice bed and breakfast. They just did some like luxury tree houses, Airbnbs and stuff that you can stay in and that are pretty cool. Um, so it's those are like fun little weekend. I mean, Herman's a fun little like overnight kind of getaway. Um, and then Defiance, it's, I think it takes about. 45, 50 minutes from St. Louis uh, to get to the wineries. And it's and pretty what about there. What about parks and like playgrounds and that kind of stuff? You have plenty of that kind of thing? So we have Forest Park, which I consider and most St. Louisans would consider the jewel of our city. It's bigger than Forest, it's bigger than Central Park. Um, I'm glad I asked 30, about it. Yeah, it's about 1300 acres and um, the World's Fair in 1904 was there. The Summer Olympics in 1904 was there. And there was a Louisiana Purchase Exposition that was also there. Um, but anyway, so it's still like the World's Fair Pavilion is still there. Um, people have weddings and events in there. Our art museum is there. Our history museum is there. There's two golf courses. There's an outdoor uh, like Broadway opera theater, really Broadway called the Muni. And every summer they have a series. Um, that's a, that's a big St. Louis thing to do, sit out in the hot humidity, <laughs> watch a Broadway play, but they did, they built fans. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's don't worry. We'll blow the hot air harder on you, but it's really, I mean, it's fun to do. It's like one of those things. People love the Muni. It's just, it's an institution. Um, and it's just weird talking about these things because like the Muni, you know, with COVID and like everything's just been so different the past couple of years. So I have, to, you know, it's part of it. It's like trying to remember pre-COVID, what did I used to like to do? Um, we have an awesome zoo. We have, I think it's like between us and San Diego, whoever is the number one in the country, we have an awesome zoo that's in Forest Park and um, everything's free. We pay for it with our taxes. So you can just go to the art museum. If there's a special exhibit, you have to pay for that. Same with the history museum. Um, oh, there's a boathouse at Forest Park where you can rent the little paddle boats and there's a little restaurant and that's very fun. I did that about three weeks ago and you just sit outside on the water and eat your French fries and drink your beer and just enjoy, enjoy St. Louis. So Forest Park is my favorite. Then there's um, Castlewood Park, which is I guess Southwest from St. Louis, I know it's out a little further and it's um, like more serious hiking. It's higher up elevations and there's uh, water that goes through it. And that, that's a good hike. And, um, and then outside of the city, anywhere from 45 minutes to a couple hours, there's some really, really nice hiking. Um, you know, just back to when the Indians were here before we were and um, so you can see old dwellings. There's um, elephant rock. There's so many different places. There's we have a lot of caves. Um, 
yeah, it's the hiking is almost surprising. Sometimes you just have to get outside of St. Louis a little more to enjoy um, a little more natural atmosphere, but yeah. So yeah, most places have something. You just have to, like you said, get outside, hashtag get outside and yeah. go look for it. Some places, yeah. most places have some kind and of outdoor we have something. A, a elk state park, you know, you go in the, I think it's in the fall and you watch the elk and yeah. I mean, again, I don't get to do all of these things <laughs> because I'm usually working, but, um, I have, um, you know, I do enjoy the hiking and that's, if I have a weekend day that I don't have to work, I'll get up early. Um, even if I don't have showings like two or three, I'll still get up early just so I can go breathe that air and it just rejuvenates you. Yeah. And then we Here's would, uh, we would be terrible if we missed the, uh, arch, right? What, tell me about the arch. Can you go in this thing? What, so you go in the, the arch. arch. Yep. So they just built, because it's a national park, um, they just built a new museum, I guess about four years ago. And like this whole parkway and there's going to be more development happening there. So the museum they redid is awesome. It's interactive. The lady that was going to move here from Philadelphia, that was her request to go to the arch. That <laughs> was part of my home tour. And so I took her to the arch and um, the, I think the arch was actually closed, but we just like walked around the museum. They have a movie you can watch before and it, you know, explains how it was built. So I've only been up there once. It was when we first moved here. It was like a 90 degree day. It was before they redid it and it was hot and humid. And you basically went underground and it was all cement. And so I have these three kids and it's 90 degrees and super hot and you're waiting forever and and it was just stifling (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot of heat with a lot of kids is not the most fun thing in the world and then you go up in this little capsule it's a little little rickety and i felt like i was an i dream of genie it's really the only way i can explain it it was kind of that vintage and it was very hot in the capsule and then we got to the top and there's these little windows and you can look out the windows and see the mississippi river and see where the cardinals play but nobody told me it swayed when it was windy. I just, I just assumed it was, a, you know, it didn't do that. <laughs> and I'm afraid of heights. So we get up there and I'm with the kids. Like I said, we waited forever to get up there. And all of a sudden, you know, I could just feel it. I'm like, why are we moving? And <laughs> everyone's like, oh, it sways. And I immediately, I just told my kids, have fun. I'll wait for you downstairs. And I got back in the capsule and went back down because it was just too much for me. <laughs> You chickened out. It's like when you get stopped on a bridge and it starts moving and you're like, oh yeah, bridges move. Move. Yeah. It was just, I I wasn't expecting it. And um, like I said, I'm afraid of heights. So it was a little, it was a little much for me. So the kids enjoyed it and I just waited for them downstairs. Yeah. Well, if nothing else, you got to go there and get a picture kissing your significant other under the arch Something, or whatever. Right? Actually, <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite pictures with my kids is them leaning against the arch and they laugh because I still have this picture up and they think it's, you know, annoying, of course, but I think it's one of the best pictures I have of them. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then there's also a Six Flags there too. So if anybody likes theme parks, there's a Six Flags there's there. There's a Six Flags. Yeah, the kids kind of go through that phase during middle school, you buy them the pass and then all the moms coordinate who's driving, who's picking up, you know, dropping off, picking up, and then they kind of burn out. I never go to Six Flags. Um, I can I can say that. <laughs> not on i don't think about that um but it is there we have also um this one museum called the city museum you should google that it's super cool and this man was taking different 
so it's really kind of a long story. So Washington, there's a street downtown called Washington. And before the expansion West and before New York became the garment district or, you know, uh, St. Louis was that hub. So down in Washington Boulevard, it's like where hats were made and shoes were made. It, it was the garment district. And so as buildings were getting renovated, this man was taking like the shoe shoots and tiles and just all the stuff out of these buildings. And it's all in this museum. So if you Google it, you'll see like a bus hanging over the roof. And um, it's it's really, it's it's a, there's a skate park inside and I think they have a little aquarium. Um, it's one of those places when your kids are little, you tend to go a lot. What's this you, thing? <clears throat> I, it's just on the roof and you can go up in it like that. Yeah. Huh, it's pretty, it's pretty really cool. cool. <clears throat> yeah. It's really cool. So we have the city museum, we have a kid's museum. Um, we have the national blues museum. We have the world chess museum. We have, um, one of the most beautiful botanical gardens in the country. Um, it's in the middle of the city and you don't even know you're in the city and it's just, it's special. I, I have to say, there's a lot of history in St. Louis. Um, and when you're in those places where you feel the history, it, it's it's just, it's really special. It's really special. And the city does take really good care of these things. So it's really nice. Nice. You're pretty good at the things to do because I did bring up what the thing I shared there was uh, 25 things to do in St. Louis or must things must do things to do when uh, you visit or something. And you hit most of the ones that were on there, I think. So oh, we, uh, okay. we did pretty good on that. Last okay. question before we move on to uh, what people can get for the money there is uh, airport. Where do you, if you need to fly somewhere, go on vacation or something. Right. So we have uh, Lambert, <laughs> Lambert National Airport and um, American flies out of there, Frontier. South, you know, Southwest. I'm a, I'm a Southwest flyer. And then if Southwest doesn't work, I fly American. It used to be the TWA hub and then that went away. So Southwest usually has the best direct flights. Um, so, and it's from where I live, it's 10 minutes away. It's not, um, it's not too bad. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's perfect. That's better yeah. than a couple hours away. We have one close by, but for the good flights or for the direct flights without having to stop with a layover, you got to drive a couple hours to Philly or something. Yeah. So. And even if you're like out in Chesterfield, you know, it's maybe 20 minutes. It's not, it, it, as long as traffic's cooperating with you, that, about, you know, it's 70, so you never know. Um, but, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And then tell everybody if they're moving there, what are they going to get for the money here in central Pennsylvania? Average prices, uh, two fifty ish right now. I haven't checked in the last month or so. It used to be yeah, more so than two to, to two twenty, but yeah, I know. And this year, oh my gosh, like <laughs> it's crazy what's going on. So yeah, usually I would say two fifty to two sixty. Um, you know, if you're looking for like I based my research that you know for this on uh, like a three bedroom. So like if you're looking in the city, <clears throat> like a decent house that doesn't need a lot of work, um, you're probably going to be like a the um, I would say like for the probably about three three fifty just because of the way prices have gone up so much. I mean it used to be under three, um, and there, you can get a beautiful historic home in the city for over seven hundred thousand. Uh, we have there's just a lot to go into a St. Louis, but because of the way the city was set up, you had, um, we have a brewery district where like the Germans came and set up brewery and then the French came at one point and they were the fur traders. And so like this area called Lafayette square, it's like a very European kind of French flair. Um, sometimes on uh, HGTV when they do the, 
home with the tour thing where, you know, someone's looking for a house um, in the past, it's, it's been at um, Lafayette square. So, and then there's another area, um, Compton Heights where, you know, 700 or above, you can get a really pretty, um, really pretty house. If you want to live in the city, then we have um, like the central corridor, which is close, which is really where I am in the central West end. Um, these houses are, were all built kind of around the, um, like <clears throat> also the world's fair. So they're like, they're these big old mansions and the ones that are in good shape you can get for pretty much 900 and above, but mostly over a million. And then if you go, um, if you start heading West, there's an area called Clayton and it's like a small, it feels very urban, but it's an upscale community. And it's like one of my favorite places in St. Louis, great restaurants. There's a lot of tall like condo towers. Um, and a lot of the houses that are older that maybe you used to be able to buy for like 350, well, in Clayton it would have been 500, but they're tearing those down and they're doing a lot of infill and building, you know, houses that are million dollars, $2 million. Um, there's a lot of that going on in Clayton. And then they're also building right now a lot of apartments. Um, so the average price in Clayton um, to get a, a decent house, you're probably like at 525, but there's older condos that you could get into at like 250 and then they go up to over $2 million too. Um, and then Chesterfield, the area where I used to live before I moved to the city a couple years ago um, for a nice three bedroom, you know, you're probably looking at um, like 425 and up to, you know, over a couple million. It just depends on what you're looking for. There's a lot of new construction happening out there. Um, so 640, 640,000, you know, up to over a million, you can get a nice new house. So it sounds like to me, Clayton's the place to be. Is there kind of like a reason for that? Is there a lot of employment there? Are the people that so, live in Clayton driving to St. Louis to work or is so there, are they very, working somewhere else? Yeah, so I feel bad because I'm not talking. There's so many, you know, there's so many areas and I, I cannot cover them all. <laughs> but Clayton is um, like, it's the county headquarters. So the courthouse is there. So that's where all the attorney's offices are. A lot of financial planners. Um, Centene is located in Clayton. So there's just a very condensed area with a lot of high net worth people working and um, the school district, it's like sending your kid to a private school and we're a very school district driven city. So then there's also Ledoux, which is right outside of Clayton. Like Clayton, you're going to get small lots. You're going to spend a lot of money. You're going to have like a post stamp of a backyard, um, you know, go a few minutes outside of Clayton and you hit Ledoux. Um, when I say Ledoux, Ledoux school district, then you can get, you know, a bigger lot, half acre, um, so, you know, there's estates. Um, and then the price point could really be anywhere from 600 to, you know, multi-millions. It just depends on what you want. But um, for the people that I work with, they use, you know, the school district is usually the leading factor. And so when they give me their list line and they research the schools and then they give me the list of the school districts they think they want to be in. So usually it's Clayton. We usually start with Ledoux. Clayton, um, Kirkwood has a really good school district, which is a an, another suburb. And then Chesterfield, where I was, I mean, in Lindbergh, there's <clears throat> Webster. We have a lot of good school districts. <laughs> so it just depends on what they're looking for, where they're working and how I can make it all come together. <laughs>
Yeah, and we usually let them decide because we can't steer them them all school districts anyway. So you tell me where you want to go. And if you want to know what you like, go to greatschools.com and they'll tell you what the school is. And that's what I do. And then I'll, you know, and then I'll send things from the MLS is what you'd be looking at if you move to this school district. And I, you know, and I just try to keep it separated and keep it as easy for them as possible. And, you know, and when a lot of people are looking, they're talking to their coworkers or whatever. Anyway, so they, they, they come in with an idea of what yeah, they want. Totally. And mm-hmm. then what about acreage? If somebody wanted like a farm ed or they wanted like 15 acres in the woods or something, how far out would they have to go? to? So get they would like have to go at least a half an hour outside of the city. And it's going to depend on, you know, where we're looking and, you know, I don't do land. That's something that I, I usually refer out. So that's kind of a hard question for me. So it could be 120,000. And then now because of all the updating, you know, all the building that's going on, like in Defiance and Augusta, which is really in the country, you know, now these houses are, um, and land is going for a lot more. Um, but I have friends who, maybe go like an hour outside of the city and they have their little farms and I don't think they spend as much cause you know, there's not a house or whatever. Um, so I, it, I know that wasn't a very good answer, but I usually refer the it stuff out, out there, there like on well and septic, I would assume you like, you mm-hmm. have utilities closer to, to the suburban and cities right. and everything, but then yep. you might get into that. Yep. But and do you yeah, know, so- you can drill wells at will there. Pro- I mean, you got to get it approved, but I, some states you're not allowed to, like Pennsylvania is one of the few states where you can do whatever the heck you want to. I think, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure right. whatever the heck you want to, drilling down, as long as it's below you, you can do whatever you want to with it. But there's some states that even below you, you can only, you can't take it or you can only take so much or something. I am sorry. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All good. I can't even pretend. <laughs> and then what about, so here in the city, is St. Louis like ex- more expensive in the city than the suburbs or the reverse? Because yeah. it's not like this huge city like New York or Philly or yeah, someplace so where people want to be downtown. It's the reverse. So, you know, we have this reputation of being a very dangerous city. And, you know, it just depends on the pockets and the areas. Um, you know, I live in the city. I feel completely safe. And, um, and also the schools. So most people want to be they either live in the city and they send their kids to private schools or really the majority of them, I would say, live in the suburbs. I would say like a lot of millennials, young people, downsizers. I mean, there are families in the city, but it seems like the people that I'm usually showing are either first time home buyers or people who want to move, you know, their kids are out of the house. So they want to move into the city for more walkability and, um, you know, just that more urban feel. Yeah. Same thing here with Harris. We have Harrisburg city, but it's, that's where it's a good place to take first time buyers to find a house that they don't really care about some certain things that some others might care about. Taxes are higher in our city and there's some other minuses to living in the city, but also pluses and walkability and all that, I think too. Yeah. I think for um, young people, it's a fun place to be because there's, you know, then you're close to the breweries and you're, you're close. Like there's another park called Tower Grove Park. So when they did the World's Fair, they built three parks. So they built Forest Park and then more in the city's Tower Grove Park, which is, they have the best farmer's market. When you go there, um, that you know, like at the picnic areas are all different pavilions and those pavilions reflect different countries. It's, you know, because it was the World's Fair. Um, so there's Tower Grove and then even deeper in this, into the city is another park called Carondelet. And so the, the people who live in the city usually tend to want to be near Tower Grove Park or they want to be near Carondelet because they want to be near that park and then you're, you know, a little closer to highways and some amenities and stuff. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I just thought of something. I didn't ask you why we were in the entertainment blah, blah, blah <clears throat> category, but food. Uh, Are you guys known for any food or anything? Barbecue? Why do I feel like you're known for St. Louis <laughs> well, barbecue? I would is say, that... yeah, I mean, barbecue, but I'd say Emo's Pizza is a very big thing here. They, it's, it's a St. Louis thing. It took me a few years <laughs> to acquire a taste for it. Um, they, somebody took provolone and mozzarella cheese and blended it. So there's provel cheese on it and it didn't agree with me <laughs> in the beginning, but I, I definitely like it now. Uh, I think it grew on me. Toasted raviolis are huge and like gooey butter cake <clears throat> is from St. Louis. Um, so, but we, we all actually, our food scene has like really improved in the past few years too. So we have some really nice restaurants. We had eight chefs that were nominated for James Beard Awards this year, which is not bad for not a big city. Yeah. But, wow. And you did not say barbecue. So I was way off on that, but you did. No, do no, have there cool... is barbecue. I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, in my mind, I think of Kansas City more as barbecue, but we do have good barbecue here. We do. But, you know, like we would, I was more, I'm a more Asian food person. You know, barbecue is very heavy. <laughs> it's good. It's just, um, it is very good. We have some good barbecue. Yeah, yeah, it is heavy. And it can make you heavy if you eat too much of it. <laughs> well, it, the sides always amaze me. You know, it's like you're eating this thing of ribs or whatever. It Actually, the one, this one place called Sugarfy where I go has a really good um, piece of salmon. But yeah, if you're trying to eat healthy at barbecue, it just doesn't work because you get to the sides and it's just like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> even know what i that's gonna fill me up more than the salmon is <laughs> right like, yeah this big bowl of <laughs> mac and cheese with exactly triple, quadruple exactly everything and... it's all got stuff on it <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> so we'll end it out with a uh, question that has nothing to do with st louis or anything to do there uh but does have to do with you so if you could okay. do any other thing any other profession what would you do oh that's so funny okay so i think it would go back to the baking um, my mom always wanted me to go to culinary school and not college because I, even in high school, I was baking a lot and I just couldn't wrap my head around not going to college. Like you have to go to college. Um, so I think, um, I would, you know, do some of the baking and like, I would love like one of those cute little like gourmet coffee shops where you just know you're going to come in and get something really pretty and yummy. And, um, yeah. Just, would you serve lunch or meals? Or just baked goods and coffee? I mean, maybe lunch and <clears throat> like some kind of light breakfast. I mean, obviously not dinner, but I, I haven't thought that far ahead. But, you know, sometimes you go into bakeries and I mean, I do this. It's like, wow, I wonder how they made that. <laughs> Like, how does it come out perfect every time? Like, I just love A it. lot of them didn't make it. I just found out the place we go at the beach, we go to Cape May, New Jersey. Every summer we go to this place and they buy everything. Every morning somebody comes and brings the stuff into right. this place. That yeah, we go but there's time. a couple here that I go to and they actually make their stuff. Um, I actually don't go to Starbucks that much anymore. I've been um, trying to frequent like more local coffee shops and set up shop there and work for a couple hours just to try something new and... Uh, yeah. I, yeah. It's fun. And I'm it's with you too. I'd like to own like a little cafe or restaurant or something, but I don't want the restaurant tour hours. I mean, it's going from realtor hours to restaurant tour yeah. hours, which are no, both kind of terrible. Right. right. So exactly. just do lunch or I would just have burgers and I would only have one kind of burger. It'd be the best one you could possibly Perhaps. get, but it would be like, you get a burger and it's between like 10 and one. And that's when you can get it Monday through right. Friday. And that's yeah. It. This one coffee shop I go to, that's what they do. And they have, um, you know, they have salads, they have a hamburger, like you said, um, case like a spicy, uh, sriracha chicken. Thing. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's, I it's, like that dream. Open a cafe or something with uh, limited hours or at least no limited hours. Don't get to talk <laughs> to people and be social. Like it's a good deal. Yeah. Now tell everybody how they can reach you and read your stuff aloud that, so people that might be listening can jot it down. Okay, so you can call me um, or text me at 314-550-9493. My email address is shariway um, at kw.com. And my website is shariway.kw.com. Awesome. And all the links and to your socials and all that stuff you just said will be in the description, up or down, wherever you're Perfect. watching or listening. You can contact Shari if you need anything in St. Louis or anywhere near there, or you can contact me if you're buying or selling a home in central Pennsylvania or anywhere on the planet. We've got this vast network of lenders and realtors and right. who else, stagers and tour guides and whatever you need anywhere whatever on the planet you if you're moving. We got them. Uh, so reach out to me. You can call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. I want to talk to you. Uh, thanks for watching and listening. Thank you, Shari, for being here and Thank say you, goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. And I would love to show you St. Louis. It's it's a great city to uh, introduce people to. I really, that's my favorite thing, showing yeah. people how And you make her go in that little thing she doesn't like in the at the arch. Yeah, I won't go in the arch. arch. I will take you there, but I will not go up. <laughs> there you go. You can try. And she'll take no, you for, yeah, take you for some Asian food. How about that? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody.